Hello race fans and welcome to Disc Golf Daily. We are changing things up today because I was getting bored. Happens pretty easily. So today we're going to go through part one, growth, part two, news of the day, and part three, thoughts. And there you have it. Now smash that volume button and let's get to it. Part one, grow baby grow. We track our growth and the PDGA got 80 new members yesterday and 761 renewing members puts the current PDGA membership at 60,322. Our stat of the day is circle one putting. I'm going to give you a moment to think about who is the best putter on tour in 2023. It is Andrew Marweed, followed by James Proctor and Chandler Fry at 93, 90, and 89% respectively. And on Tuesdays, we go over the combined world and power rankings. We get rankings from five reputable sources we mash them all together and we come up with who actually is the best in the world right now. On the women's side, no shock, Kristen Tatar with 15 points, Owen Scoggins with seven, and Missy Gannon with five. Those are our top three ranked players on the women's side. On the men's side, Calvin Heimberg with 11 points. Eagle McMahon with four points, and and Kyle Klein with, oh no, Ricky Wysocki with four points. Look at that. So it's Calvin, and then Eagle and Ricky are tied for second. And that is it for part one, Grow Baby Grow. Part two, news of the day. The big news of the day Alden Harris has gone to Discmania. You heard it here first. And you may have actually heard it here first. Because the big news of the day is actually that Eagle McMahon has gone to MVP. Yes, they managed to keep this a secret. They actually made me doubt myself yesterday with their soft uh, pixel launch today. Um, but links in the show notes to the Eagle McMahon to MVP on the MVP page, Eagle McMahon's post on Facebook. Um, Eagle also has a new disc that will be coming out pre-orders basically everywhere called the Eagle Envy. Uh, and then Simon also dropped a new disc called the Pixel, which we actually knew was coming. So kudos to MVP um, for basically crushing the news this week. Um, and I had to go ahead and look I know that uh, Discmania got Alden Harris and Gannon Burr, and MVP got Eagle McMahon. And Eagle McMahon's, well, let's start with Alden. Alden Harris has 26,000 YouTube subscribers. Gannon Burr has 16,000, so a total of 42,000 going to Discmania. And Eagle has 75,000, so that's a win for MVP. When we add in Simon Lazat's 198,000 subscribers, um, MVP is uh, crushing it, or crush-boying it, as it were. Anyway, 
Moving on, actually, that is all of the news of the day. MVP just swamped the radar. So they came out with the Pixel and the MV, and they said, yes, Eagle McMahon is rejoining Simon Lazat and is potentially making one of the most powerful teams in all of disc golf. Actually, that's probably going to be one of my thoughts of the day next week. But this week, my thought of the day is about the FPO Boar score. More on that in just a minute. Part three, FPO bore score. Now, before we do this, I do have to actually go back and say, is this Eagle McMahon news bigger than the Simon Lazat news from last year? It feels bigger because we weren't sure it was going to happen. I'm going to say congrats to MVP just for making it exciting. Um, This news feels bigger. They also dropped a couple of discs at the same time, letting all of us really excited people go buy stuff. Um, Note to other manufacturers in the future, when you sign a big name, have some discs ready to go. All right, now to the bore score. So what is the bore score? Um, Basically, I came up with a system where if everybody's scoring the same on a hole, it's a boring hole, and I don't want to watch it. I'm going to cancel my DGN subscription just just for watching everybody score the same. Actually, I won't because there's going to be another tournament where they don't. So it's fine. But that tournament, I'm going to be less interested in. For example, if I'm playing the Las Vegas Challenge and I'm on the infinite course and I'm in the lead, I feel pretty good because four of the last seven holes... Uh, two-thirds of the field get the exact same score. Nobody's going to catch me. That's not exciting. That Thus, the bore score. And, I guess I just ruined a little spoiler, the infinite course at the Las Vegas Challenge has the worst bore score, a uh, total of 27. Uh, I don't even know how that... Oh, here it is. Um, if, if you have... If 60% get the same or above, it's 1.70% get the same, it's 2, 80% is 3, and 90% is 4. There are no holes that are at 90%, so good for us. Although there was one hole on one day uh, at the Infinite course that actually did reach that that number, so that hurt them a lot, Uh, as it should. That's a boring hole. So anyway... um, Las Vegas Challenge Infinite Course, I've noted nine holes that, in my opinion, should be looked at. This doesn't mean they need to be changed. It just needs, means they need to be looked at. Um, and uh, they are specifically two, four, five. Well, it doesn't even matter. If you're interested, there's a link in the show notes to my spreadsheet with all, with all the data and all the, these highlight, all these, this, this stuff I'm saying highlighted. Uh, the other two, other three courses that have five or six holes that should be looked at um, are Ledgestone Sunset, uh, Portland, and OTB. Uh, those have six holes, five holes, and five holes that have uh, two-thirds of the people getting the same score or more in the, across the entire FPO field. That's a pretty boring hole. I'll call out three, uh, three courses that have done a very good job of spreading out the score love, as it were, uh, in the order of uh, best to worst here. Ledgestone's Northwoods Black, Idlewild, and DDO. 
have all done a very good job with their FPO scores. Um, Idlewild has one hole, uh, hole five, that uh, that has more than two-thirds scoring the same. Other than that, seven. all the other holes on all those courses are good to go-go. Uh, kudos to PCS Sula for also having that, but their overall score was a little bit higher, so they didn't they didn't get listed until just now. Um, is that all I want to say on this? I think that is... Oh, no, I want to say the worst three holes as far as boredom goes. So if you find yourself in front of the television and the women are playing these holes and they have not changed these holes, you can go ahead and make yourself a sandwich. Um, Des Moines hole 7. 81.7% of the people score the exact same score at the Des Moines Challenge, hole seven. Uh, and then at Deglow's hole 12, and, uh, L oh, Las Vegas Challenge, hole 15, 78% of the field score the exact same. These are not necessarily things that need, holes that need to change, although those three do really feel like they do, um, because there might be extenuating circumstances. Uh, they, they, might, they might be road restricted or, court, or you know, spectator restricted. Uh, maybe they're a really exciting ace run. Who, who knows? Um, but these are uh, guidelines. And if you're designing a course or making a tournament and you notice that a lot of people are scoring the same on a hole, look at that hole and decide if it's a good hole. Uh, it, it might be, but it might not be. My favorite hole was hole 10 or 11, I think, at Idlewild. Basically, everybody either birdied or parred, but it was split right down the middle. Great design. That must be so much fun to watch because it's a deuce or die. You're going to lose a stroke to half your card if you don't get the birdie. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy our new format, Growth News Thoughts. Disc Golf Daily.